Hello, children of God. Today I am doing probably maybe a double, triple, or quadruple release because of my past week has been super hectic. Plus, I recorded an episode last night with my best friend, so I wanted to also drop a regular episode for those who want a more fast food meal instead of a home-cooked meal, if you understand what I mean. Before I get into today's message, I want you to all start writing down the revelations God gives you. Keep it in your notes, whether that be on your phone or in a book. Write them down. I've been taking care of this very, 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 very tiny puppy and he's constantly in predicaments where he falls, but something breaks his fall or catches him mid-fall. Today, I looked at him and was like, you better thank God because that's his grace right there. And then it dawned on me. We are constantly the little dog in life and we get in situations at times and don't even thank God for getting us out of it. We don't even see every near-death moment. This is why when we wake up, thank him for seeing another day. Thank him for drawing another breath. When traveling, thank him for your safety. On my way to the conference, we saw so many accidents in all the states. And I don't even know how many people did not make it home to their family. We don't know how many situations we get ourselves into that would leave ourselves scathed if God was not present. I am probably... I don't want to use the, I keep using the word utterly. I just want to say I'm so thankful for his presence because if he withdrew it for even a second, I don't even know what would be allowed to happen. Like, okay, grace, grace is an amazing thing because God needed to find someone in heaven worthy enough to carry the weight of everyone's sin and to break the curse of sin. The angels, the angels were not worthy. No one in heaven was worthy. So God himself sent himself in the form of a man, a.k.a. his son, Yeshua, on this earth. And it's scary because look how they treated him. Every time he healed someone or did something for the good of people, they wanted to stone him or condemn him. That religious spirit is something dangerous. But it is so, I'm, I'm telling you, it's so easy for people to get into. And I can tell you because I fell, I fell into the Hebrew-Israelite mo- movement. Um, I, you know, I made a few friends and it hurts because I saw how... It not only sucked me in, but them to the point where now they're they're coming across a doctrine where they're referring to God as the universe because I don't know if you've like actually heard about it, but when you're in there, you don't say the name God. You don't say Jesus. You say, you know, you say his um his Hebrew name. Yeshua. Yahuwah. You um you go back to the Hebrew language and it got to the point where I wasn't even saying Jesus' name. I wouldn't I wouldn't say it. I was going back to the law. I was nullifying God's grace. And I was expecting God's grace, right? So it, it's 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 a it's pretty scary. But God's grace is not a doorway. No, no, I apologize. I apologize. God's grace is a doorway, not a doormat. I'm just like I'm so used to saying it. I keep saying not a doorway, but it's the doormat. It's the opposite. Sometimes I'll say something backwards, but you don't want to use it to be lawless, you know? Because a lot of a lot of Hebrew. Hebrew Israelites argue that oh well now they're lawless and they're going you know Jesus is the man of all lawlessness and everything that like that's such a blasphemous statement that has come out of my mouth but that's what they say and it's it's crazy and you know you don't want it to use it to be lawless but you want to use it for freedom see we have freedom in Christ that those with the religious spirit don't have and they will try to put their yokes on you do not be afraid to rebuke them you know you want to edify them first but if they're not receiving it you openly rebuke put on jesus's yoke and carry your cross for his yoke is easy and his burden is light that is matthew eleven thirty. grace is it's either 
it's either hot or cold with people. I don't hear enough of it in the middle when it comes to grace. I either hear, no, it's bad because the people continue to sin. So they go back to, um, and you know, they go back to the laws. And all we, all we do is speak about grace, no sin, no repentance. And others are like, well, once someone's saved, they're always saved and they no longer sin. So we shouldn't repent. And that's not true. You can lose your salvation as quick as your pride you allow, no, as quick as you allow pride to be in your heart so you can't humble yourself and repent. I'm telling you, pride is a silent killer. You, I'm telling you, living in sin will lead you to hell. You also need to be out here proclaiming the gospel, not just by words and good conversation, but by the examples you set. You don't know how many unsaved people watch out because they want to do that exactly. But, you know, they don't know how to. So if you live in lukewarmness, they'll resent the faith. You are a living sacrifice. You must kill your flesh daily. Renew your mind daily. Paul said, I die daily in 1 Corinthians 15, 31. So it's, I'm telling you, the more and more I walk with God, the more I'm understanding the um the metaphors the parables um any examples that are used in the bible and not everything is just metaphorical like a lot of things you have to apply it spiritually you have to put on your spiritual glasses and look at it and how you could apply it to the spiritual then apply it to the physical because if you're not understanding in the physical maybe it was meant for just you know not just but you know maybe you, you would better see it if you apply it to the spiritual and it is it's so amazing i keep saying amazing but it is like everything, everything about a God is everything about him is amazing. And I'm just so thankful to be in the position that I am right now. Cause today I already said this, but I'm going to this open mic and I'm like so excited. I have so many clothes on my bed because I was trying to um, figure out a good outfit, but I got convicted because one of my outfits, although it is very cute and I try to make it as modest as possible, Mm, it's a crop top and I have my back out and then like you know I got like these long boots they come all the way up and it I heard the word whore like 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 I don't know if that was me or their holy spirit I don't know if he would call me that I don't know if he wouldn't like I really don't know what's what but I do know I was like uh-uh nah so I put on a more Cause you know, I feel like it would be kind of contradicting if I'm telling people about if I'm telling people about God and I'm looking the way I'm looking. Like you know, I gotta I gotta be on my game. I gotta be on my game, head to toe and everything. So I'm covered now. So I'm just gonna um I'm just gonna be knocking these podcasts out and pre-recording them so I don't ever have a mistake like I did this week again. So I just want all of you to understand the word of today word of today is edification edifying to edify edification means the instruction or improvement of a person's morally or intellectually now a lot of christians a lot of believers a lot of protestants whatever the term you want to use they don't edify enough they they hear the word rebuke they hear certain things in the bible and they do that to everybody now it's not a bad thing but if you're not edifying somebody first it's it's kind of like um i don't even know um, it's probably gonna be the wrong example but like like communication skills it's really communication skills you want to um if you see somebody on the timeline you want to edify them you don't call them false prophet you don't like you be like get behind me satan like you don't 
do that unless like they've done something and now they're doing something very blasphemous like you got to edify somebody because when people are new in Christ they tend to rely on other people's um understanding of the bible and i was a person like that so it's like i'm not knocking you if you're like that like i've been in that situation and like i saw where it led me and it did not lead me anywhere well you want to not even let it to be your own understanding you have to pray when you read the bible you want to pray before and after and all throughout while you're reading to make sure that what you're understanding is god's understanding it's not your own it's not your fleshes it's not it's not Satan's understanding and he whispered into your ear. It is of God's understanding and his intentions on how he wrote it. Um, that's another thing I wanted to um, say. Don't put so much, stop putting so much faith into all these pastors. Not every pastor is a man of God. Like, I'm, I'm not saying every pastor is not a man of God. I'm just saying I just see too many people like, oh, well, he's my pastor. Like they defend their pastor like he's God himself. And I'm like, he's not. Um, it's all I'm gonna say is the easiest way to see around things and see things for exactly what they are. It doesn't line up with the Bible. I'm like it could hurt your feelings. It could hurt somebody else's feelings. They could have spent their entire life becoming a pastor and they were never supposed to be a pastor. But like if you see things not lining up with the Bible, dip. That's not a good church. It's it's okay to admit that churches are corrupt. There are a lot of money hungry, power hungry people that are in the pulpit so i'm not saying all but it, it's very evident and that's why i don't really listen to a lot of um pastors and people that i come across on youtube because you know it's very hard for me to find one where i'm at in um richmond so yeah when i find one you know that's gonna be my church i'm gonna go hard for it but if anything falls out of line, you know, I'm, I'm going to be quick to call it. If they don't fix it, you know, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I am out. Yeah. Um. Also, center, center everything around God. I, I, I started doing that with my poems. When I started, that's what I, okay, that's what I did around December. I'm actually, I'm switching to music. Um. December 2018, when it's probably, probably like one of my best and worst months I don't know how to put it, but I completely took out secular and carnal music, but I didn't replace it with anything. And it's, it's no good of taking a knife out of a stomach if you're not going to put a piece of cotton in there to stop the bleeding. You know, you got to clean it out. Yeah, hey, that's actually perfect. When you have a wound and what you do is you disinfect it and then you put something in it to stop the bleeding when you remove secular music and carnal music and secular and carnal movies and entertainment anything to do with entertainment you want to disinfect it detox get delivered get delivered from that and then you want to apply gospel music now there are so many different sounds in gospel music i'm i'm, I'm saying as long as it's not blasphemous and you know that if God heard it, like you, you could, this is how you could worship him. Like he wouldn't look down upon it. If you know he wouldn't go for it, like, you know, but you also got to be careful because a lot of, um, look, 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 Satan is not going after for the ones that he already has. He's going after for the saints. I'm telling you, he's going on overdrive for the ones he doesn't have overdrive for the ones who have a lot of, um, followers. So, I'm not saying Montel Fish is sold out. I'm saying if he did sell out, 
you'd have to cut ties with him. You'd have to cut ties with his music because when someone sells out, that's not also just referring to specifically a document where they wrote their name in blood. No, a sellout doesn't always have to be in a document. It's Once you start messing with Satan's devices, you already entered into a covenant. That's what I'm talking about. So let's say I'm, I'm only using him because I know I know there's like a lot of people who listen to him and he's amazing. His voice is, his music is really, really good. But I'm, I'm just saying as an example, if he were to sell out, you have to look at the fruits of people. Like what are they wearing? What are the hand symbols they're throwing up? Who do they associate with? You know, we're not to be in fellowship with those of the world. So if somebody's in the fellowship of the world, they're of the world, they're lukewarm. They're lukewarm. You know you want to call them out for it. You know you don't got to be rude about it. You tell them they're not listening. Dust your feet and take your peace. You don't, like, I don't understand why people go so hard. Like, I I get it, but at the same time, they're not going to. If God does not allow their eyes to be open, they're not going to see it. They're not going to see it. So we just got to dust your feet and keep your peace. Keep it pushing. Love them from a distance. Pray for them. Plant the seed. Pray for them. God is going to do the rest of that. He's gonna send the people to um, put the water on that plant, you know, the seed that you just planted. Don't know how many years it's gonna take. You don't know how long, but it's gonna happen. So I just want y'all to be pretty understanding of that process that God does that work, you know. So also, also, so whomever has found my address and is giving me, like, I have gotten two books now I've gotten two I've gotten two um, bracelets and a necklace um, all biblical if it's anybody in my family anybody on the Twitter I don't know but um, probably shouldn't have said that because that sounds kind of weird okay we're gonna skip past that we're just gonna conclude today i already did the word of today today so i'm going to go into my you know i gotta put a little music in here so the songs are forgive them father by lauren hill big ship freddie mcgregor good over evil the wailing souls heads high mr vegas and i am blessed by i think mlg music or man of god music I don't know. I know that it's an MLG music. So last thing I'm going to say is hop off the social and get in the streets with the evangelism, my friends. Peace be with you.